No disclosure. What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? No. We're back. How's everybody doing? I'm doing awesome. I hope you guys are doing awesome. My microphone sounds kind of weird today, doesn't it? What the heck's going on here? Uh, oh, 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 there we go. Going to do a little bit of mixing while we're going. How's that? That sound better? All right, good. Uh, it was it was weird. My voice sounded like really tinny. <laughs> I didn't touch any of the knobs. Maybe somebody else did, huh? That's probably what happened. Somebody's been messing with my mixer. <laughs> Actually, it was probably me. I was doing some. Uh, well, as you guys know, you know, I'm a, I'm a I'm a musician. I'm a musician. I've been a musician for a really long time, and. Um, you know, I, I have my own little studio here at home. Nothing extremely expensive or fantabulosio or, you know, something that I would charge a gazillion dollars for. But I can make good quality clean recordings at home. I have all the gear to do it. It's awesome. If you guys ever want to check out any of my albums, uh, my band Salvaged, who actually does the intro for uh, No Disclosure... Uh, check out Salvaged. We have three albums out. We're getting ready to actually release re-release all three of them. Um, we're gonna we're doing like a remix remaster kind of thing on them, which is gonna be awesome. Coming out real soon. Uh, my solo albums I do have on Amazon. So if you look at my name, Billy Dean Shoemate the Third, I do have a few albums out. Pretty good stuff. So shameless plug over. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that I go to talk on. You know, I I don't do any like. Really professional, I know. I didn't do any, like, kind of pre-mix or, hey, let's test this out. I just hit record and started going, and I was like, dude, this sounds weird. So anyway, um, how's everybody doing? I'm doing awesome. I'm doing fancy. You guys doing fancy? Let's be fancy together today, shall we? <laughs> so um, I wanted to start off by something, you know, kind of kind of weird. I uh, I called a friend, uh, you know, this, this was just like, what, yesterday? I called a friend... You know, just for some chit-chat, just to, you know, shoot the breeze. I asked how he was doing. Uh, he said, you know, the, the, the usual kind of banter, you know. And uh, he said his throat was feeling a little hoarse. I asked how he was doing, and he said his throat was feeling a little hoarse. Uh, I was like, you know, I, I'm, I'm not one to judge what a person likes to do, what a person is into. You know, as long as you're not hurting anybody or you know any anything else i don't give a crap you know do what you want but that's kind of sick you know feeling a little hoarse dude that's messed up you don't need to be messing around with animals okay uh, first of all there's plenty of women out there this wasn't a bad looking dude that i was talking to you know he wouldn't have any trouble if he just went out there and tried to get himself a human being feeling a little horsey you know It'll get you, part two about this is that if you go out and, you know, just feel little horses everywhere you go, you'll get arrested or put in some kind of, like, mental ward. You know, and another thing, it's unkind to the horse. It's not good to the horse because the horse lacks the mental capacity to understand what you're doing. It's abuse. On top of that, you could probably get some kind of weird disease, you know, or 
like accidentally create some disease that nobody knows about, you know, that doesn't like exist yet. You know, if you go around feeling a little horses, you might end up, you know, making the next form of like some creepy like plague or Ebola or something that nobody knows about. And, um, you know, get some help. This is just a message to my buddy. That's messed up, dude. Go get some help. And don't blame it on your throat either. Your throat had nothing to do with it. Throat's feeling a little hoarse. You blame it on your throat. Like, your throat's got nothing to do with that situation, okay? Or at least I hope to God. So anyway, has anybody seen the trailer for uh, the, the movie coming out called Hail Satan? With a question mark? I'm not joking. This is not... I'm not screwing around. There's actually a movie coming out called Hail Satan? It has to have a question mark on it, so you have to say it like Ron Burgundy. Hail Satan? The new documentary coming out in select theaters on April 19th. It's about... Um, honestly, I don't know what the heck it's about. I watched the trailer. I still don't get it. It's, uh, I guess, about the, uh, the role of the satanic church and uh, the opposition that they face in today's day and age with the satanic church is going through what they're trying to accomplish, the pitfalls, the perils, and the promise of running a satanic temple. Um, <laughs> man, did I talk to you about that in that other No Disclosure episode about how cancerous inclusion is, is becoming? Come on, man. <laughs> These are Satanists. Are you kidding me? You know, they're coming out with a documentary. That, you know, in the trailer, it's talking about how um, they're facing opposition about putting their, um, you know, their statues in places and putting their doctrine in public areas. And Christians have the Ten Commandments being put on this thing here. And then we have in God we trust on this and all that stuff. And. And we don't like that if, you know, our religion needs to be represented, too. It's not blah, 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 blah. So these uh, Satanists uh, make, you know, however long documentary about them whining that they're not, you know, accepted in uh, a, a modern uh, society. Now, this is a touchy, touchy subject. Let me, let me have some coffee here. Mmm. Ah. Uh, coffee. Good coffee this morning. I have this awesome uh, self-stirring mug. You know, you push the button. Listen. Oh, shh. Oh, my God. It just went everywhere. Great. I wanted to show you how, like, what it sounds like when it when it self-stirs. You push this little button on the handle thing. And I guess the, the coffee level was a little too low. And it just went everywhere. Ah. My microphone's wet. Fantastic. But yeah, I got this cool self-stirring uh, Punisher mug because I got a thing with the Punisher. It's, it, it's awesome. And uh, yes, note to self, note to all of you, if you have a self-stirring coffee mug, don't press the button when it's too low because it turns into uh, Old Faithful. But anyway, this uh, this is a, this is a touchy subject concerning, you know, because you're talking about religious freedoms you're talking about, uh, you know, what we allow in society. What exactly is going too far? Satan's somewhere laughing his ass off about this, by the way. <laughs> He's having a ball with this, I guarantee it. But um, you have this group of Satanists, and, you know, I, unfortunately, I really didn't want to do this, but I have to be educated and informed about what I put on this show. 
So I'm looking at their doctrine and I'm looking at what they teach and, you know, all that stuff. And it's funny what what the satanic temple or satanic, well, whatever the heck they call themselves. Um, <laughs> it's really funny because they basically, their doctrine boils down to this. You do whatever the heck you want, period. You, you know, as long as you don't harm anyone else. As long as you don't break the law or any of this. And it's funny because it really sounds tacked on to me. Like they're just saying, as long, you know, do whatever the hell you want. It's all about self-fulfillment. It's all about self-pleasure, self-preservation. But don't do anything illegal while you're at it. That, that other stuff sounds so tacked on because, you know, they, just like any other organization, they don't want to get sued a gazillion times. I'm sure they have enough litigation in their back pocket, you know, or in enough litigation to deal with. Uh, so they have these silly tacked on little statements, you know, that, oh, you can go out and screw, you know, whoever you want. We promote open love here in the church. If you're sitting in the, the temple services and just want to go at it, man, go for it. But obey the law. Make sure you pay your taxes. You know, do this. <laughs> because I don't know. It just seems really tacked on to me because, you know, they they don't want to get sued uh, <laughs> or they don't want to get in trouble down the line because, you know, what they deal with is probably quite a bit enough. Um, I don't know, man. It is a touchy subject. I do believe in religious freedom. Um, you know, like I said, I don't, be I've said it many times. I don't believe in religion. I believe in the truth. And, um, you know, here's the thing. Okay. People should be able to, um, practice their religions. And I'll tell you why. I think that you know, in in the public, in places like these, people should have their churches and have this stuff and all that. Should the Satanists have their church? Me, personally? I don't think so. You're worshiping the epitome of evil here. You know, I, I really do think the Satanic Temple and Satanism is going way too far. That's something that should not happen. I'm putting my foot down about that. I'm sorry, but inclusion religious freedoms, all that stuff, your constitutional rights, I think um, Satan, you know, that's going too far. You should have no rights if that's your religion. That's, uh, yeah, that's my personal opinion about it anyway. But as far as the other things, the other religions, they don't just tack on these peaceful things just so they don't get in trouble. Satan's not about, you know, not hurting people and obeying the law. He's, he's exactly the opposite of that, right? But the <laughs> the actual religions that don't just tack that stuff on, that have real actual beliefs, um, and try to, you know, progress their followers and make them better people, whether it be the truth or not, uh, I do think they should be allowed to, um, to have their churches and to have their services and, you know, all that stuff. However, you know, like I said, these things aren't the truth, right? These are just religions. And uh, what's what's funny about the documentary is I watched the trailer and what was more disturbing to me, what was more disturbing than having a satanic church and them trying to build themselves in society and become a legitimate thing, what disturbed me more than that uh, was the Christians standing outside these press conferences and church services and all that stuff 
with these signs saying you're going to hell and there's a bunch of clips. I know it, it it's it's meant to um the documentary is meant to humanize the satanic church, you know, and make them out to be the uh the underdog that triumphs and you know all this stuff. They're going to paint them out to be normal people when let's be honest, um what kind of what kind of fucking normal person worships satan for crying out loud? You know what I mean? But anyway, the documentary is trying to make these people look normal. And uh, you know, like the underdog or something. They're they're gonna. It's it's really weird. But um, the the disturbing thing that I saw was was the so so you know the, the you know they're gonna edit it this way, right? To demonize Christians. Um, so I know it's edited creatively, but I did see a lot in the trailer that these Christians are coming up, pointing their fingers in the Satanist faces and saying, "You're going to hell, and you're doing this, and you shouldn't be doing this," and. Blah, 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 blah. Having that same weird, wide-eyed look that, you know, these liberals have and, you know, these rednecks over here in Kentucky that, you know, when you tell them, oh, you can't have your guns, that, that same weird, wide-eyed, you know, um, troll man look that all these liberals have. You know, the psycho-feminists and stuff. These Christians have the same look on their faces. And pointing their fingers at the Satanists and, you know, you can't be in our town and... I know you feel that way. Deep inside, I feel that way too. What's going on is pretty messed up. Uh, Satanism. Uh, sorry, Satanists, but uh, your religion should not be allowed anywhere near here or on this freaking planet. Uh, the thing that you're worshiping is uh, evil personified. And anything evil like that, anything that uh, has made it his mission to destroy and corrupt mankind that doesn't progress us as a species that doesn't progress anything it should not even be allowed on this planet you want to be a satanist go move to jupiter or something you know far away from us it shouldn't be a religion it's freaking wrong it's insane and um first of all to those of you christians out there <laughs> who don't believe in satan uh who you know have been brought up by these you know wimpy preachers that are that are you know, too big a wusses to preach, you know, hell and the devil and stuff like that. Um, yeah, trust me, the devil is real, okay? <laughs> it ain't some fairy tale to scare people. There are actually Christians out there. I've been to churches before that refuse to speak about hell, that refuse to speak about Satan. Why? <laughs> you need to know what you're up against here. You need to know what the wage of sin is. If you don't know what kind of price you're going to pay for not believing in Christ, why do you even have a, why do you call yourself a Christian in the first place? You know, aside from the good news, that should be one of the first things that you're preaching. You know, what we're trying to avoid here, what we're trying to save mankind from. You don't think the devil exists? Well, Jesus sure does. He's mentioned him quite a bit. He's conversed with him, right? It's, it's, uh, it's it, it's insane. This trailer was nuts. But Christians, come on, man! You guys need to be a lot more elegant than that. How you're you're not treating Satanists? <laughs> that sounds. I can't believe I'm actually having this conversation. But you're treating you know these people in the Satanic Church the, the completely wrong way. You're you're not being you know loving at all. Let let me tell you something. Your job as a Christian. Your job is to speak with a level of authority, right? And to not judge 
another person, but to teach them, instruct them, tell them, spread the word, spread the good news, right? If somebody's screwing up and going to a satanic church, what do you think you're going to accomplish by physically, I saw this in the trailer, and I know it was edited creatively, but that person still did it. That wasn't an actor, right? What are you going to accomplish, Christians, by putting your finger physically in a person's face, about to get physical with them, telling them, you're going to, what are you going to accomplish by doing that? Seriously? You're just giving that Satanist more fuel to believe what they want to believe. They're going to look at you and be like, see, Christians are completely psychotic. And it's Christians like you guys that make us look like a bunch of wackos. You don't do that. Your job as a Christian is to love, period. And I know that uh, if Jesus walked into a temple today, he would still trash the place. (laughs) He would still toss people out. He would still be knocking over tables, man, because his character is like that. Jesus, the living good, you know, he, he just, he did, he does not change. That's just his character. That's who he was, is. I don't want to talk about Christ in the past tense. That's how he is. But uh, if that, you know, person in the temple that was gambling and, you know, getting into all kinds of tomfoolery came up to him five minutes later and said, hey, can I talk to you? Jesus would be like, sure. He would sit down and listen to what that person had to say. Speaking with a level of authority as a Christian, which is what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm going to tell you other Christians that what you're doing is wrong. Your job is not to judge. Your job is to be an example. To be the light of the world, salt of the earth. You are to be an example. You will love, period. You That doesn't mean that you need to be a doormat and, you know, um, allow all these things around you to happen. You do need to say, hey, man, this is wrong. This is messed up. You don't need to be doing this. Um, you know, Be an adult. I I, I shouldn't really have to explain this to you. When that's the most disturbing thing I saw in the trailer is how these Christians were acting as opposed to a satanic church, that should have been the disturbing part. But how Christians were reacting to it, grow up. You know, I mean, God, you're not going to accomplish anything by putting your finger in somebody's face and yelling at them. That's not going to do anything. You know, uh, I... um, I know this this may seem off the subject, but it's uh, it needs to be handled the same way. I have a friend that's a Wiccan. Yes, I am a Christian, and I have a friend that's a Wiccan. Um, uh, I I don't know what them being a Wiccan has to do with you know me not being their friend. It's just you know, but I did say <clears throat> I I told this person I'm only going to tell you once. I'm only going to say this once. You'll never hear it from me again. That um. This, I love you very much, so I have to tell you, I mean, what you're doing here, this isn't right. And Wiccanism is not a bad thing. It's just, it, it, there's a lot of misconceptions about Wiccanism. But, you know, it's uh, it's not the truth, man. I, I, I just, I, it, it sucks seeing you put so much effort and so much of your time into something that just, it, it isn't going to do it for you, you know. But, um, I love you. You're made in the image of God just like me. I love you to death. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be an example for you. I'm going to 
be the best person I can be for you. When things are bad, I'm going to keep a smile on my face. I'm going to keep my faith no matter what. I'm going to praise God no matter what. When my whole world comes crumbling down, man, I'm still going to be filled with that light, you know. And what I told this person is, um, if you ever wonder what it's all about and how I'm able to do that, what really gives you the strength to really alter your life like that, come talk to me and I'll, I'll let you know. But until then, um, you know, I, I don't think it's right, but but I love you. That's how Christians need to act, man. That's that's how you need to be. Um, a lot of Christians, they, they think speaking with authority means speaking like an army general. No, no, no. Grow up. You need to treat uh, these Satanists, you know what they're doing is wrong. You know what they're doing is messed up. This documentary is messed up. We're not six years old sitting in the sandbox anymore, okay? We need to handle it with a little bit of maturity. We need to let these people know. We need to fight them at every chance. I'm not saying don't fight them. Let's go the law route. Let's go litigation. Let's not go picketing, throwing stuff at buildings. I saw Christians doing this in the trailer. This is I'm not making this stuff up. No throwing stuff at buildings, no picketing signs, none of that crap. Let's go with litigation and then, you know, just prove to the powers that be that this is very, very damaging, you know, to the to the human race what's going on. They're worshiping Satan for crying out loud. This cannot be allowed. And uh, the government, how it is, oh, man, I really don't know. <laughs> I really don't know what the end result of that's going to be because uh, they're pretty much allowing anything at this point. Um, inclusion is a cancer, and it's a cancer that's eating America from the inside out. If they allow the satanic churches to do everything that they're planning on doing and uh, you know, being at the same level as all these other religions and putting their statues in public places and stuff, man, that's... Uh, Honestly, I think that would be the beginning of the end. They you know that 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 would mean that our government has officially, um, you know, gone to the point of no return. And I I really hope that that never happens. Um, because it's 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 really gone far enough. We have documentaries now. You know, the, the Satanists should have, should have just walked into whatever film studio and should have been denied, kicked out the door on the spot. But they got their own documentary. Really weird. Not going to go see it. Have no desire to see it. And, um, you know, that was that was the first order of business is just telling my fellow Christians, uh, speak with authority, not an army general. Uh, acting like a pissed off two year old isn't going to solve anything. Be loving. Be tough. Don't allow this to happen. But be examples. You go out there with your God hates fags shirt on with your big picket sign and all that, making all of us, all the rest of us look like a bunch of wackos. You're not going to make any progress. And then the real Christians out there, um, you know, who really know what their job is and what the heck they're doing, what they should be doing, have to pick up the pieces for everything you screw up. Um, yeah, just, I'm just basically telling my fellow Christians to, uh, you know, quit acting like two year olds. That was the most disturbing thing in the trailer that I'd seen. Um, so we're pulling up. Uh, let's do MSN. Duh. Let's do MSN today. Uh. God, I'm burpy. See what's going on in, in the news. Uh. 49 killed in a mosque terrorist attacks in New Zealand. Cassie was telling me about this. She's not here today, by the way. So um, it's kind of funny 
<laughs> that uh, not this, not this piece of news. Don't I'm not laughing at that, okay? But uh, I was talking about the Cassie thing. It's funny because, um, like, of a majority, I was looking at the YouTube uh, analytics. Uh, the vast majority of people who listen to No Disclosure like that banter between me and me and Cassie. You know, that she's not mic'd up or anything, but I still, like, react and talk to her. And sometimes, you know, you could hear her in the background and stuff. That's like a poll, you know, for my, my show. Like, a lot of people listen to it because of that. Um, that's kind of funny. Cassie's not here. So we'll see how the views go today. <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, getting to the story here. 49 people are dead and scores more are injured after heavily armed gunmen clad in military-style gear opened fire during prayers at a mosque in the center of Christchurch, New Zealand on Friday. A second mosque was also targeted in what Prime Minister called a well-planned terrorist attack, making for one of New Zealand's darkest days. <clears throat> Man. Um, oh, this is, portions of the ghastly attack were broadcast live on social media by a man who police confirmed had also released a manifesto railing against Muslims and immigrants. Great. The 74-page document says he was following the example of notorious right-wing extremists, including Dylan Roof, who murdered... If you remember, nine black uh, churchgoers and church, you know, people in Charlton, South Carolina, in 2015. So yeah, another psycho um, went out and attacked a mosque. Did I say 49 dead? That's insane, man. Oh my god, that is awful. That's a that's that's tragedy, dude. Police also deactivated an improvised explosive device who were working to disarm a second. That had been attached to a vehicle used by a suspect. Man, people have been killing in the name of God for a long time. And uh, unfortunately, it's not something that the uh, human race has grown out of. Boy, there's been a lot of blood spilled in, in God's name. And um, I bet, uh, you know, not even uh, a fraction of it is something that, you know, God would have even killed for. That's uh, That's messed up, man. My uh, heart goes out to those people. That's a lot of people dead. Wow. That's one of the worst shootings that's happened in a while. Um, the new Acura is coming out. Who gives a crap about that? Uh, the cockatoo-haired, orange-faced goon is on the news again for some other thing. I don't care. <laughs> like I said, I'm perfectly fine with Donald Trump as a president. Got nothing against the guy. The guy's an idiot. <laughs> you know that. Come on. It doesn't take a genius to... Donald Trump is an asshole. You know, that's just... But as long as he does a good job at the you know being president, I got no issue with him, right? I, I just... I don't buy into the liberal media thing and all that. Until something... It may sound selfish, but until something affects me and my family directly, let Trump be, you know, the human Cheeto as much as he wants. I don't give a crap. <laughs> I'm fine with him. Uh, you know, he's just, he's, he's guy's an idiot. He always has been. But, you know, I, I got no issue with him. I don't care what, it's just, it's not even worth reporting on to me. Uh, let's see, one state accidentally gave 66,000 taxpayers a double refund. What? <laughs> this is, uh, did the IRS do this or is this some in other weird country? That gets tax returns. If your tax return comes in double the amount you were expecting, you might want to hold off before planning a shopping spree. 
Nearly 66,000 Louisiana taxpayers who recently received bigger state refunds are finding out it was an accident, not a windfall. (laughs) That's awesome. IRS. Wow, you guys got your stuff together, don't you? (laughs) It's because we were coffee. Mm. So, (laughs) our infallible geniuses at the IRS, whose computers never screw up and, you know, they're always perfect, um, they gave 66,000 people in Louisiana a double refund by accident. Accidentally paid double refunds amounting to almost $26 million. How do you not notice something like this? How was this not caught, like, right away? This is the IRS we're talking about, okay? You know, <laughs> did someone come into the office one day and be like, you know, let's uh, let's take a look at the computer here and see how everything's doing. Let's pull up, you know, Louisiana, see how things going there. Huh, we're missing $26 million. Better send an email. God, that's where it sucks. Most of the refunds were sent by direct deposit. Banks are being contacted to reverse the overages. Um, and <laughs> uh, everyone is urged to receive a larger refund than what they were actually due, uh, are urged to not spend the money, no crap, uh, because you know how the IRS goes. If you screw up, boy, they want that money now. They want it now. If they screw up, they want it quicker than now. they want it uh you know so fast it's actually done in reverse time um what else we got here (laughs) what april 15th is the last day right yeah that's uh that's awesome go irs you guys really have your crap together now in this age of you know computers and all that stuff so uh (laughs) <laughs> Let's see. Uh, um, blah blah. Geniuses at the freaking IRS. Uh. When scientists left cameras out for wild apes, well, the wild apes probably stole the cameras, played with them, smeared poo on all the lenses. I don't want to really read that one. North Korea says it may suspend nuclear talks with the U.S. What's this about? It's from CNN. Is that Kim Jong-un? And the, uh, Here's a picture of uh, Kim Jong-un and the human Cheeto saying uh, North Korea is considering suspension of denuclearization talks with the U.S. We have no intention to yield to the U.S. demands in any form, nor are we willing to engage in negotiations of this kind. The North was deeply disappointed by the failure of the two sides to reach any agreements at last month's summit between Kim Jong-un and U.S. President Donald Trump in the Vietnamese capital of Hanoi. In the capital of Hanoi. Uh, She blamed the breakdown. You have to say Hanoi like that. You can't just say Hanoi. It has to sound angry like Hanoi. That's, you know, that's the correct way to say it. It's true. She blamed the breakdown of talks on the U.S. side, saying the American delegation was being too demanding and inflexible. The U.S. being too demanding and inflexible with uh, negotiations? No, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen at all. That's that's crazy. I don't believe that for a second. The U.S. being demanding? 
<laughs> That's crazy. Uh, let's see. That's unfortunate, though. That's a bummer. I really wish that these... Uh, I really wish that that these two lunatics could, uh, you know, come to an understanding with the denuclearization thing. Uh, that's that that sucks. That that really does suck. I'm being serious. Uh, let's see here, which is you know actually kind of frightening too to know that uh, you know two complete morons have access to nuclear weapons. It makes me really happy. One guy that every time he gets pissed off, he goes on Twitter and makes, you know, eight-page rants like a ticked-off 15-year-old girl that just broke up with her boyfriend. And another one who's clearly, you know, got his mental facilities in place. Both of them have nuclear launch codes. Doesn't that make you feel safe? Uh, let's see here. Um, yum, 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 yum. Congress, blah. Trump wall. Gives a crap. Six of the dirtiest items in your home. Let's actually let's actually do some clickbait today, okay? This is from NBC. <laughs> what time are we at? Thirty-two. Yeah. Screw it. We'll we'll do a little bit longer episode today. I don't care. I got nothing to do, right? A lot of people listen to No Disclosure when they're at work, anyway. So uh, let's uh, let's do a special one today. Let's let's go a little longer, huh? Uh, this is from. NBC. That's how we're gonna. Say, <laughs> that's how we're, we're gonna say NBC from now on. It just we need to make it like overly dramatic, you know, like NBC loves to do. The whole world is flooded. Al Roker controls the weather. Let's not make him angry. You think Al Roker reports on the weather in real time? No, he's not actually reporting on the weather with that big touchscreen behind him. He's making it in real time. That's <laughs> NBC is absolutely ridiculous. I saw um, a report once. If I could find the link, I'll put it in the in the description. But uh, <laughs> this 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 explains NBC in a nutshell. This is NBC all wrapped up and packaged for you. Okay, they were. It was hurricane season, so you know this was probably in Florida. I'll have to find the exact video, but I, I, I shit you not. They're reporting on flooding in the streets and all that. They have Matt Lauer in the studio and then the other two reporters sitting in a canoe, okay, reporting about the flooding, sitting in a canoe with their ponchos and stuff on. They're reporting on, you know, how high the water is and all this and, you know, cue the danger music. The water's flooding and it's going in. It's going to the high. We're urging all the citizens. And right when they're reporting, <laughs> two people walk right past the canoe in ankle deep water. That's NBC for you. They've always been like that. Always will be. So with that in mind, <laughs> let's remember that every time I, you know, say anything that NBC produces. They, um... They are all about ratings. They're all about sensationalism. They're all about pushing the liberal agenda, which uh, I never really get political on this show. But uh, you liberals are batshit crazy, okay? <laughs> that's just that's just how they are. They're all about sensationalism, fear, consumption, everything that makes America great. So um, what are the dirtiest things in your house? Earbuds. Come in contact with body oil, yes. Earwax, sweat, makeup. Believe it or not, a study from the on. Believe it or not, I love it when NBC starts off with that. 
uh, believe it or not, <laughs> believe it or not, guys, a study from the Online Journal of Health and Allied Sciences found out that 68% of earbuds from frequent users have bacteria. Yay! <laughs> Bacteria's bad. <laughs> yeah, we knew that earbuds are dirty. What else we got? Keyboards. Oh, God. Yeah, your keyboard is probably one of the dirtiest things in your house. You realize that, right? I watched a, a YouTube video from List Twenty Five. You ever, if you if you don't watch List Twenty Five on YouTube, subscribe to their channel. They're just one of those top twenty five videos on various topics and stuff, you know. But their uh, their their YouTube videos are fantastic. They're so entertaining and they're hilarious. I love them. And they were doing an art, you know, a, a show kind of like this, you know, with the dirtiest things in your house and all that. And uh, <laughs> it's it's amazing how much uh, how many items get fecal matter on them. It's astounding. The world is covered in poop. <laughs> if you if you if you don't think so, look it up on your own sometime. Don't go to NBC to do it because they'll tell you that you know the world is actually made of poop and everything's just an optical illusion. You know they're sensationalist bullshit. But um, it's true. Poo particles are everywhere, <laughs> and I really didn't realize how much. But it's uh, you know, it, it was it was really funny. They were just talking about you know how much uh, <laughs> fecal matter gets on everything, and some of these things you're like, how the hell does it get there? You know, but they tested this stuff, and uh, they tested the most unusual surfaces you would never think would have poo poo on it. But you know, a lot of them do. Uh, toothbrush holder. Yeah, I can see that. Coffee pot. According to the 2011 NSF study, in the homes with yeast and mold present, 50% were found to have it in the coffee reservoir, second only to the dish rag and sponge. Yeah, yeah, I could buy that. Your glasses. Who gives a crap? Okay, well, now we're talking about germs and stuff. Yeah, the, your, your screen on your smartphone and all that. Not every germ out there, not every bacteria is going to kill your ass in 15 minutes, you know? Of course your phone's dirty. Your earbuds are dirty. Your kitchen sponge, actually, is one of the dirtiest things in your house. All your kitchen sponge does is it absorbs, right? It just displaces all of the nastiness and bacteria and all that stuff. We know this stuff is dirty. We know about bacteria and poo-poo particles and stuff. Now, we know about that. But um, this stuff ain't going to kill you. As a matter of fact, it's probably boosting your immune system. Leave it to NBC to say everything in your house is dangerous. Now they're going to have all these, uh, you know, middle-aged housewives that listen to everything Kathleen Hoda say, deep cleaning everything in their house with bleach because M NBC said it was dangerous. There are people like that. You know that, right? Yeah. These ones that, you know, these... People that don't work and men do it too. They sit down playing World of Warcraft all day, cleaning their house, you know, taking the kids to soccer practice and watching Supernatural at three in the afternoon. Nothing against Supernatural, but I got better shit to do during the day. Uh, let's see here. Why your pet's food bowl could be making you sick. <laughs> that's, in, that's from NBC too. <laughs> Why your pet's food bowl could be making you sick? Well, the only reason I would think you would get sick from your your pet's food bowl is if you're eating out of the freaking thing. Or unless, you know, your dog has the plague or something like that, and, you know, and you're, you know some kind of weird disease and you're breathing it in. 
Well, let's see here. NBC, I swear to God, you guys are nuts. Jeez. Just remember, ladies and gentlemen, whenever I say anything about NBC, if you ever learn anything from No Disclosure, just remember, canoe in ankle-deep water, okay? That really happened. Uh, What time are we at? We're going a little tad longer than usual. Let's do uh, let's 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 do another one. Let's do one more. <laughs> let's do let's do one more. From Reader's Digest, I was gonna report on something that's actually news, but uh, this headline really got me, and I'm I'm legitimately interested. Uh, the real reason we say cheese when taking pictures. Does anybody know why? I really don't. Um, this is from Reader's Digest. I know this is this is kind of clickbaity. Um, I do trust Reader's Digest as a source, but you know this is kind of it is kind of clickbaity. But I, I was actually really interested. I was like, why do we say cheese when we take pictures? Uh, let's see here. Taking a photo has nothing to do with this tasty dairy product. <laughs> So why do we use this phrase in the first place? The idea of cheesing in photos first appeared around the 1940s. Huh. The Big Spring Herald, a local Texas newspaper, printed an article that referenced the phrase in 1943. While no one knows for certain who came up with it or why, most believe the word itself obliges you to smile. The CH sound causes you to clench your teeth in the long E part, parts your lips, making a facial expression that resembles a grin. This word was said to people who did not want to smile in photographs, especially men, which was a tradition at the time. That's true. Um, my grandpa always said that when you were taking a, you know, once I got to like job age, you know, when I was older and stuff, I went to, I had my first paycheck and my dad went to take a picture of me and my grandpa. And I smiled real big and my dad took the picture and my grandpa goes, don't smile, you're a working man now. <laughs> you know, so that's, uh, you know, that was a thing. If you say the word cheese, you kind of, you're like, your mouth kind of does like this faux kind of smile. I, I get it. Okay. Um, back in the 19th century, only children, peasants, and drunks smiled in photographs. <laughs> That's very true. Everyone else kept their faces neutral, which was considered attractive, dignified, and was just tradition at the time. Huh. Photographs were also expensive, meaning the average person only sat for about one or two photos in their lifetime because this was such an important occasion. Each person was on his or her best behavior, hence the somber expressions. Cheese became an expression to get people to uh, smile for photographs. There you go. We learned something on No Disclosure today. See, we are informative, we're fancy, we're funny, and we teach things. Yeah! And uh, we make fun of NBC. I would do that. I would... I would have made this podcast just to make fun of NBC alone. I would I would be more than happy just to have an hour-long podcast every day just coming, you know, just reporting on all the weird shit NBC does. So, anyway, we're going to take off. This was a lot of fun. I had fun with you guys. Always have fun with you guys. Take her easy. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll have a new episode of No Disclosure. I'm actually going to try to do another one tomorrow. I had an extra day off. Uh, this weekend, so um, I'm wanting to pump out a little bit more No Disclosure for you. So hopefully we'll have another episode tomorrow. Um, the recording process for No Disclosure has gotten a little bit more relaxed. We're going up in the world. I have a brand new boom microphone that actually stays in its position, unlike my old one. So I can just kind of sit down, relax, you know, and not have to hunch over like I've been doing all these other episodes. 
Uh, so, you know, so things are a little bit more relaxed as far as recording. Anyway, catch you guys later. I love you all. Be fancy, and we will see you tomorrow. Woo! We should know it's the face of fear. No disclosure, business, business, confiscate.